Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver alongside my very funny friend. He is the pastor at Brookside Baptist Church. He's Ken Keltner. Pastor, how you been? I'm doing great, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You've been funny all morning. What's going on? Oh, I just have a, a great time with uh, with you and, and your guests today, and this is just going to be a wonderful, wonderful time. So right away, we've got the first base coach from the Milwaukee Brewers on, and you're talking about my speed. You're talking about, is, am I, do I have the green light? Yeah, no, I got the green no, light. they wouldn't give you the green light. Yeah, because, Eddie Cedar would give me the green light. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be in AAA about two days later, you know, <laughs> but he'd give me, he would definitely give me the green light. Let me tell you about today's show. I'm excited about it. Uh, uh, Glenn Preston, who is from Wisconsin School of Baseball, is a guy that I met about a year and a half ago. And he came in, and we, we talked about him getting involved with my baseball show and, and things at Wisconsin School of Baseball were, were going well, and they're, they're going even better now. But it wasn't the right time for them to get involved. But we stayed in touch a little bit, and he reached out to me a couple weeks ago, and he said, hey, do you guys um, take recommendations for Faith in the Zone? I said, without a doubt. As you know, if you listen to Faith in the Zone, the toughest part about the show is not we've been doing it six years, so we've been successful doing it. We we have sponsors and partners that believe in this show. We have a radio station of management here that allow us to do this show. The toughest part sometimes is to find Christian men and women that are willing to come in and get up on the mountaintop with us. And when Glenn uh, reached out and said, "Look, uh, Carlos Brewer, who is the first base coach of the Milwaukee Brewers, would be a great candidate," and I said, "Really? Tell me more." And he told me all about the foundation that that Carlos has started. He's talked. He talked a lot about Carlos as a man, and and I'm just excited about spending this hour with him and talking a little bit about his journey of, of faith and a little Milwaukee Brewer baseball, which is my favorite. Carlos, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, and thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, you bet. Hey, so far so good, right? With the Brewers, I'm look. I I know this that last year at this time, I think the Brewers were three or four out, something like that. Kind of where you are right now. Um, how do you feel about this year's team? It's, I think it's got a chance to get hot like right about now. Well, we knew coming into this year it was going to be a better, a bigger challenge. Once you establish yourself, I think last year we got some teams by surprise, and uh, we haven't been there yet, right? Once you win the division, uh, anytime the Milwaukee Brewers go play somewhere, everybody wants to beat you. So... You're playing everybody at their top, so it's going to represent a bigger challenge. And uh, we've been up and down. We haven't got hot yet. We did have a five-game winning streak. You bet. Uh, probably one of the best all year, but uh, definitely looking forward for this team to to get on a roll. I, I can tell you that 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 I watch every game. 
I, I born and raised here in Milwaukee, Carlos. I was a Braves fan when I was real little, been a Brewer fan ever since. The game's going on. If my wife gets tired and goes to bed, the next morning when she wakes up, she doesn't say, hi, honey, how are you? Good morning, Michael. Good to see you. She goes, did the Brewers win? And I'm like, yeah, th- Thames hit a walk-off. She's like, did you tape it? I go, yep. She goes, okay, right to the TV and watches it. So this team has captured a lot of people, Carlos, so thank you for that. Um, hey, Glenn, thank you so much for, for setting this up and, and, and having Carlos in today. Uh, let's talk, if we can, a little bit about uh, Wisconsin School of Baseball and, and, and what you're doing with, with that. Yeah, yeah. First off, thanks so much for having us on. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, we with Wisconsin School of Baseball, we started about four years ago. We partner with local Little Leagues. We do a lot of camps and clinics in the summertime. Um, so it's our goal to to partner with Little Leagues and just make the, their league a better, um, a better functioning league and partner with the communities. And so um, we're partnering with about six or seven Little Leagues in southeastern Wisconsin and northern Wisconsin. We travel a lot throughout the summertime. So um yeah, just throughout throughout the summer, three four months, we're, we're putting on camps and clinics. And how did you tie in with Carlos? How did that start? We met probably four years ago through through work, and we just kind of hit it off with our faith. We just kind of discovered that both of us were believers, and um, he's a great candidate to to come to our camps and clinics because a lot of times we'd have a guest at at our at our camps, whether it be a brewer player or announcer or whatever. And so Carlos was nice enough after a conversation to to come on board and um, be a guest. And he's obviously a great, a great candidate and does a great job. You know, if you ever do like uh, camps for church softball players, I'd be a perfect guy to come out and <laughs> teach him how to pick it and throw it and turn two. You're on turn the top two. of the list. He, he, he likes that segment. He, li- he likes uh, how, how he has his footwork, how he can turn two. Hey, man, I got cut. <laughs> I got quick feet. I got quick. (laughs) Carlos, you know I'm just talking smack over here. I got nothing to back any of it up at all. So, you know what? When we're in studio, the funnest one for me on this is we had a a guy who was a a wrestler, almost an Olympic wrestler, never lost in high school, was a four-time NCAA champion at the college level, was about to make the Olympic team, and he got hurt. And so we were talking, and I said, hey, look, if you ever come to Milwaukee, let me know. We'll put some mats down. I'll, I'll grapple with you. I'll do a little single leg, take you down. He goes, you know, it's funny you say that because my daughter teaches high school in Milwaukee. I need to come up and see her. And I go, look, I'm only kidding. I'm not. I'm not. No, no. He goes, no, you'll find the mat. We'll, we'll allow you and out. And I go, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just all talk. I'm an Irish yeah. guy that talks. Way too much. Right. Hey, Carlos, let's talk about your background, if we can, where you grew up and, and uh, how you made it to the States. Yeah, um, I grew up in uh, Caracas, Venezuela, uh, born there, and actually raised until three years old. My mom and dad got a scholarship uh, through the Venezuelan government, so they went to Kansas University, and I spent there six years, uh, from three years through nine, in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, after my father graduated, we went back to Venezuela, and stay there like for around nine, ten years until I got signed with uh, Kansas City Royals. Was well, always a goal of mine become a ball player, and uh, I was a Royals fan, and it was just uh, wonder happened uh, by the Lord's design that I did sign with Kansas City Royals. So that was definitely special. I was a, a shortstop, and uh, it was an uphill battle. It was like fifty tryouts to get it done. Uh, I graduated at fifteen years old. And uh, took three years off, 
Mom and dad gave me those three years off and signed exactly around 18 years old. So those three years were, were your days um, just playing baseball? Were you, were you it, it just was, getting ready to well, play? Well, it was great. Because it was definitely dedicated to baseball. I, I was around five, seven at the time, so I haven't grown. I, I had a late spur, and uh, my weight, my arm, the way I hit the ball wasn't as strong. Mom and dad just believed that uh, gave me an opportunity. But when I was around 16 and a half, I had my first elbow surgery. So that set me back. I broke my electronone in my throwing arm. And uh, I had a total of three by the time I was 17. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I remember on the last one, my mom told me, Carlos, let's face it. What scout's going to sign you with a broken elbow and, and three surgeries on it? You know, I think we should go ahead and pursue your studies. I was a good student. I said, well, mom, somebody will be crazy enough to do it. And Chuck Michael out of Texas, um, after 23 times watching me, he, he was able to sign me and took that chance. 23 times? Yeah. So through that, that journey, um, Carlos, there had to be times in your mind that you thought, boy, this just might not happen. And, and how do you, you know, the 20th time or the 18th time that he's come to watch you, are, are you thinking, boy, maybe this is just not going to happen? Well, definitely after all the, the setbacks and being small, I didn't run as well. My arm was short, but I just had full of conviction that it could happen. Uh, there was a lot of tears and discouragement at times. I did have a mom and dad as my biggest supporters. My mom always brought up Philippians 4.13, and it was just, remember, all things can do uh, can be done in Christ's strength, right? In Spanish, todo lo puedo en Cristo que me fortalece. Y my dad said three words, you're the best. That's the only thing he said. Tú eres el mejor. Anytime I came, so I kept telling my dad, if I'm the best, why well, don't get signed? And he said, one day will happen. One day will happen. So I think they, they, both of them were a big part of me not quitting at times. And uh, obviously, as, as older as I got, uh, I got closer with my faith in God. And that was definitely the strength that I needed. And, uh, you know, late, and if it's okay with you, I, and I've read a number of articles um, about you, later in the show, I'd like to talk more about your father and what an impact he had. And, and I know from reading one of the articles, you know, his, his death, and, and, I, and I'm sorry for, for his death, but it really made you stronger in, in the Word. And, and, and we're going to talk about that a little bit uh, later in the show if we can. You know, Pastor, um, with this foundation, and we're going to talk throughout the foundation as well that Carlos has, um, it's a Venezuelan foundation for Christian athletes, and that's his foundation. And, and um, we're gonna, we're, there's going to be a way if people are feeling led to give to this foundation, and I'll get you that information a little bit later in the show. But the things that he's doing, Pastor, and that's why I'm so happy that, that we're able to set it up um, when you could get here, because he has such a strong heart, and, and, and Glenn was telling me a lot about some of the things that they do with camps, with the idea of raising money for the foundation to be able to get kids back in Venezuela, you know, situated with, with, you know, with baseball equipment and with Bibles and things like that. And it rings out to exactly some of the things that, that uh, with your heart, exactly where you're at. Yeah. And what's important is reaching, um, you know, kids, uh, not only with the game of baseball, but also for the Lord. I mean, that's when they're, you know, there's some sensitivity there. It seems like the older we get, the harder we get in regard to uh, you know, the gospel message of Christ. So that's that's what's really exciting. And, and we've had groups, uh, you know, just as recent uh, as this last summer over in um, Dominican Republic with baseball. And, and I think in Venezuela too right now, Carlos, I mean, 
uh, I mean, there's there's hardships there right now, and people are struggling. And what an opportunity to to be able to help show them, you know, Jesus Christ will be the answer. And uh, I I'm so thankful that you're you're right there doing that, and that's exciting. And Glenn, what you guys are doing right here in in, in the Milwaukee area. Hey guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to talk a little bit to uh, Glenn Preston. He's from the Wisconsin School of Baseball. Uh, Walker White, who is in studio as well, and the first base coach for your Milwaukee Brewers. Look, at it's a great time for us to talk to him about what's going on with the Brewers a little bit, but really talk to him about his walk and his faith and some of the things that he's doing to raise money for the Venezuelan Foundation of Christian Athletes. And we'll do that on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone. Discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special in-studio guest, Glenn Preston. He is from Wisconsin School of Baseball. Walker White. Walker, are you from uh, Wisconsin School of Baseball as well? Yeah, I've been with Glenn for about the past like, five years as well, starting this thing up. And I've been around the Milwaukee community, um, just trying to improve youth sports throughout uh, our um Southeastern Wisconsin. Where'd you go to high school? I went to high school at Nathan Hale High School in West Dallas. Yeah, you're a Husky? Yep, Husky. You know, Walker, I know stuff like that. I don't know my nieces and nephews' names, but I know ridiculous information (laughs) like that. We're also joined in studio. He is the first base coach for the Milwaukee Brewers. He is Carlos Sobrero. Hey, Glenn, we had talked during the break. If people are interested in getting involved with the Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes, and that's Carlos's foundation, um, there's a number of ways through Wisconsin uh, School of Baseball that people can get involved, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We've partnered for the last three, four years now with Carlos's foundation. This year, probably one of the most, one of the more interesting and fun things, projects that we did, um, we put together together a fielding instructional with Orlando Arcia and Hernan Perez, and of course, Coach, Cor- of course, Coach Carlos. So that is like a 67 minute instructional that people can purchase if they would like. 100% of the proceeds go to Carlos's foundation. Um, you can also donate just directly to the foundation as well. If you're not interested in how to field a ground sure. ball and work on your backhands and forehands and stuff, you can still give. Um, but, yeah, there's plenty of opportunity to do that on our website. Hey, so um, let's let's tell people the website, and we'll continue to talk about this website throughout the show. It's WSO Baseball, WSOBaseball.com. And if you go backslash fielding, you can get right to that video, Correct. Correct. And again, 100% of the proceeds goes to Carlos's foundation, which is the Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes. And there's also a place on that website, if you're feeling led, just to help Carlos out. Um, and we're going to find out later in the show exactly the kind of things that they do with the foundation for some of the kids back in Venezuela. But make sure you get to that website. And if you've got you know a son, a daughter that is in grade school, high school, is playing baseball and is is an infielder, I would think. Um, Certainly look at at that video. What's the cost on it? It's $50. We have it priced at $50 right now. Um, We're 
putting out a lot of discounts and and things like that. So well, hold on. I, I, I don't think you should discount. That's a really good price for a video. When you're talking about Carlos, you're talking about the kind of talent that you have. You know, these are professional baseball guys doing this. So I okay, you can you can for our listeners, you could discount it. But for <laughs> listen to the show, we'll discount. Yeah, if you <laughs> send us an email, you mentioned big time Mike McGivern, you get four dollars off. And yeah, that's, I'll tell you what, you show up at Brookside Baptist Church, I'll give you the four dollars. How's how's that? Hey, Pastor, the second segment for us is always our favorite. Well, Mike, that's why we really started Faith in the Zone, and it was uh, really a, a vision that you had with athletes and coaches being able to, to really just share how their journey of faith began. You know, Jesus said uh, that you must be born again, and there's a point in time that I recognize, you know, my sinful condition, and I turn to Christ to be my Savior, and that's what we love, uh, Coach uh, and uh, Glenn and, and uh, Walker, is that different ones have come on and as mike said they're willing to get on the top of the mountain housetop and really share their testimony of how their journey of faith began and so we're thankful you guys are here and you want to share that with us and uh maybe we won't know the results of it till we get to heaven but i'm sure thankful (laughs) and so coach carlos we'll start with you why don't you uh share with us uh how your journey of faith with christ began well, yeah, I was uh, blessed to be born and raised also in a Christian family. Uh, mom and dad have always followed Christ, and it all started with my grandmother. She was a very passionate woman of God. Uh, back in Venezuela, she was a door-to-door, daily knocking on everybody's door and saying, Christ is coming, you better repent. And it was <laughs> right like that. There's no, there was no shortcut, you know, and some shut the door on her, and uh, some gave her opportunities to preach, and she would always come around 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon after leaving at 6 o'clock in the morning and would witness about what the Lord did that day. And you just kept hearing about that. Then when we came to the United States, uh, I would say my mom and dad got stronger in faith. And um, I would call myself a, a Christian by all the works. You know, I, I had a girlfriend. I wouldn't cheat. I wouldn't curse. I wouldn't try and do the right things. But... I would say I lacked relationship, even going to the church. I would go to church on Sundays. I would go on Wednesday whenever I would have time possible and, and try to have all these good works. And But it wasn't until my, my father's death when really my, my relationship with the Lord uh, took another step. And uh, after a year and a half of battling, of losing my best friend, my mentor, my at the time, my everything, um, asking God. I was playing independent ball in Meridian, Mississippi for the Meridian Brakeman and uh, lovely women and, and man, Sydney and Jimmy Covington, took me to church after I broke my jaw in, in the second game of the season. And uh, while I was in church, um, I was kind of crying and asked the Lord, what happened with my dad? You know, why, why did you take him at such a young age? And uh, the Lord spoke that day. You know, I, I, had, I think for every day, year and a half, I asked that question. And uh, that day at church, uh, he said in few words, uh, I gave you a great dad, but starting today, you'll meet your real dad. And that hit my heart. First time I hear God's voice, I go running till Sydney, who had just finished the piano, took her to a side. Uh, I was shocked. I've never heard God's voice until then. And she told me that was the Holy Spirit speaking to you, Carlos, and uh, um, something great's going to happen in your life. And despite that, I remember sleeping every day at 6 o'clock in the morning, uh, just listening to Billy Graham and uh, all the televangelists and 
but it wasn't a year later until I took the decision of washing myself in the mirror in Port Charlotte, Florida, after reading a Christian book and saying, Lord, I really don't know you. I just been a good man, quoted, with all my sins, but I lack relationship. And uh, I, I kneeled down by myself in the room and said, I really want to get to know you. And he's been so faithful by his grace uh, until now that uh, it's been a great walk. Hey, Pastor, uh, you know, I lost my father at an early age as well. And uh, it was, uh, uh, Carlos, that's, uh, there, there are people that give us our testimony that have a hard time not tearing up. And, and uh, yours for me really hits home. It really does, and uh, I, I appreciate your willingness to talk about that on, on a show like this because it's so important for the people that are listening to understand that everybody has a story. You know, everybody has their own journey and how it, you know, we've had guys on here um, kind of like me when I was I was younger, uh, Carlos said, I, I, knew, I knew all the stories about Jesus Christ. I knew him like I knew Abraham Lincoln, right? I knew all the stories because I went to a Catholic school that said, carry the Bible, but don't open it. We'll tell you what's in it. Don't worry about that. And so I grew up a lot of my life early on saying, well, yeah, I, I, I know I go to church. I'm, I'm trying to be a good guy. I'm not stealing money from my brother all the time. I'm not stealing <laughs> money from my dad all the time. You know, and when I do, I say I'm sorry and, and hopefully you forgive me. And that's the end. So I, I it's it's hard when, when, when you have something impact your life the way the, 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 the death of your father did. But he'd be so proud of where you're at right now with, with your faith, Carlos. He just would be. Yeah. Mike, uh, what, what the Lord Jesus has done for us, and to hear uh, Carlos talk about that time there then in Florida. I mean, knew the Lord, but then, boom, he wanted that relationship with the Lord. I just met a, um, a Jewish man in the store the other day, and, and I said, oh, you're Jewish? He goes, yeah. I said, I love the Jewish people. He goes, oh, you do? I go, yeah. I go, I, uh, I had a Jewish man that totally changed my life. He goes, you did? Who, who was he? I said, or who is he? I said, well, he's Jesus Christ. I mean, he totally changed my life. I mean, my life is different now because of him. And, and just listening to, to Carlos and, and now this relationship that he has, you know, with the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, when we get out of trying to save ourselves, you know, and that's that, that work-oriented thing, and we trust him because he's the one who paid, paid it totally for us. And it's a great Great message. Man, it's a great message. Hey, um, Glenn, can we ask you real quick, and I'm sorry to cut any of this short, and we'll take the time, uh, but can we ask for your testimony as well? For sure, yeah, yeah. I was, like Carlos, I was raised in a Christian home, had amazing parents, amazing Christian mom and dad, and um, they were an amazing influence on me, And but I never really got serious about my faith until I was older. I was said I had like a drug problem. I, my parents dr- drug me to church. <laughs> sure. and, um, never got serious about it until I was a freshman in college. Um, and at that point, you know, I was a believer, but not a true follower and didn't have a, a real relationship with Christ. And I just, um, I was, I was in, ba- I was in baseball. I wanted to, I wanted to become a professional player, become a major leaguer. Um, and when I was 19, I was a freshman in college. I had no offers from anywhere whatsoever. Um, and that was really the, the beginning and the end. But I, I said to myself, if I want to make the major leagues, I'm going to need a miracle. Like I'm going to need, I'm going to need God. Right. Sure. <laughs> and that's when. I remember sitting down in my apartment after a class one day, and Joyce Meyer just happened to be on a Christian evangelist. I turned her on. I watched like an hour of her teaching, and ever since it was December first, two thousand four. I'll just never forget that day. That's when it just it just clicked for me, and ever since I just never never looked back. 
Boy, that's uh, that's awesome, guys. We got to get to a break. He is Glenn Preston. He's from Wisconsin School of Baseball. Also joined um, by Walker White, who's from Wisconsin School of Baseball, and Carlos Supra. He is the first base coach for the Milwaukee Brewers. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk more about the Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes. Again, if you have interest in, in, in feeling led to get involved with this, WSOBaseball.com. WSOBaseball.com. That's Glenn's website. And they have a video um, that Carlos did, and, and it's on feeling. 100% of the proceeds are going to go to Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes, or there's a place that you can just help um, financially. If you want to donate $10 or $100, uh, they can use it, and uh, it goes to a really good cause. And we're going to talk to Carlos about that foundation on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brain Balance of Mequon. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner for Brookside Baptist Church. Uh, Glenn Preston, he's from Wisconsin School of Baseball, along with Walker White, is in studio. And Carlos Sobrero, who is the first base coach for your Milwaukee Brewers. Hey, Carlos, I want to talk more about the Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes. Um, How long ago did you start this? Yeah, we started uh, January 15 of 2003. And uh, in 2002, during the season, I always went back to my hometown and did winter ball. And while we were doing winter ball, we could see how more and more kids, when we did a bus stop to eat, when we were traveling from one place to another, there was always more and more kids coming up asking for money. And uh, we had a principle. We never gave money, but we always gave food. So we, we would sit them down, and it started with two kids, and uh, said, well, we'll eat, but you got to give us 10 minutes. I said, go ahead and eat, and then for 10 minutes, we would present the Lord, you know, and this happened for two months, and as I told you at the beginning, it just kept growing. At a time, I remember giving two kids an ice cream right after batting practice, and uh, it started with three kids, and then by the time we left that season, there were 20 kids outside, so I wow. had to give all 20 ice cream, but it gave us an opportunity to present the Lord. So wow. after watching that, I said, how do we take this to the next level, and uh, Carlos uh, my third son, he was uh, only son, but third kid, uh, was born on November 17th. I flew out here to Port Charlotte, Florida. And then on my way back on the plane, I asked the Lord and I started writing the whole vision, you know, how are we going to get this accomplished? So I went there, shared it with Willie Romero. Uh, he was an outfield at the time. He was the only Christian that I knew in baseball at the time. And um, we decided to start it in 2003. And um, I told a chaplain, we had baseball chapel over there every Sunday, Alexis Romero, about the vision. And he said, Carlos, you should not call it Baseball Players for Christ, which was originally what I was going to do. He said, you should call it uh, Venezuelan Foundation of Christian Athletes. And I thought, well, I don't know any athletes. He said, the Lord will take care of it. Sure. And it was within nine months, I started getting the karate guys, track and field guys, and powerlifting guys, and... Um, all types, horse racing guys. I didn't know there were guys that, that 
they all were believers. And uh, next thing you know, we started. And the vision for the first eight years was trying to develop the sports and trying to get leaders in esports. And then right around 2011, we went yes to spread the vision nationwide and get leaders within each state. And that's when the vision really took off. And uh, right now, we're really going into a lot of feeding programs, which is our main thing right now, after sports activity. So we'll do sports activity, feeding programs, and then uh, the beauty of it is, uh, like I say, preaching the gospel to all these communities. If you're feeling led and you want to know more about this, um, look, go to the first, here's your first start, wsobaseball.com backslash uh, feeling. And if you if you go to that uh, website, there is a, a video that you can purchase. And 100% of the proceeds from that video, it's a feeling video, uh, will go to the Venezuelan Foundation for, for Christian Athletes. And it, it's it's going, obviously, you can you can hear the passion in Carlos's voice. It's going for a, a really good cause. And there's also a place on that website, again, WSOBaseball.com, that if you're feeling led to give to this really good foundation, um, you know, help these guys out. Help them out with ten bucks, twenty bucks, a hundred bucks. Um, it's all going to really go to a good cause. Carlos, have you been surprised at at the uh, how the, the 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 growth has been for this foundation? No doubt. I, I, I never imagined. I remember when when we started the foundation, I was able to gather up uh, around ten, twelve. Our first meeting, it's registering the found. We kept we registered everything as a baseball minor league manager that I was at the time. We had all types of report. I mean, I had everything set up. And going back to the first report, I always like to read it January 15th of how the vision started. And I remember saying, I'm not the leader of this vision. We are our leaders here. I need each one of you guys. I had no clue of what leadership was <laughs> at the time. And, uh, and, and you see how the Lord has done and the different phases of the vision. You know, we've gone through tough times in the vision. And just uh, yes. yes being God-led has been so important, you know, and and it's and it's great how God gives you a vision or, or a strategy, uh, better said. And let's say there was a strategy that he gave us in 2010. I remember I write it down, and I was going to try and implement it, and it's like, no, nah, it's not my time. And it finally came through in 2016. So there's different strategies that God put us to wait for six years. There's one he gives, and it's immediately strategy. And that works, but uh, it's been great what he's done. You know, having under us right now more than a hundred leaders and keep growing in Venezuela and being president in all twenty-four states and different municipalities. It's, it's out of our mind that that could ever happen. He is Carlos Subra again. He is the uh, first base coach for the Milwaukee Brewers, and I guess the founder is how I'll call it of the Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes. Pastor Carlos, uh, I mean, what we see, you know, on. Um the major news networks of everything going on in Venezuela. And uh, it seems like there is a scarcity of food. And uh, it just sounds like God has provided for you all uh, as far as the food and scenario to, to help these, these uh, young, young children and kids and teenagers come to not only the baseball and to hear the gospel, but then to actually feed them. I mean, has that been kind of, have there been some miraculous works with that as far as how God's provided even the food for you? Yeah, it's been, and you got to pay a price, a different price that if you have believe it is you can't pay. It's it's an overinflated price that by having the dollar, it helps. Uh, the dollar could be at 8,000 bees today and literally two days later be at 14,000 bees. They exchange almost 100% more. It's, it's an upside down 
country right now that's struggling and in all different phases and just being able to help and like I said not only with the feeding because like we got right now three or four of our leaders started through the feeding program and they were not believers and not right now they're they are leaders of the vision so I think those are the miracles that you see while you're doing this you know Jairo Vega who was a kid that everybody looked for the community because he was a thief and somebody that was doing a lot of damage in the community. Today's one of the most humble guys, and only the Lord can do something like that, you know, so. I agree with that. Do you get a chance to get back there very often? I haven't been lately because of work and, and different stuff that we have done here in the States, and uh, I've done winter balls in other countries like Dominican and Mexico. And uh, The last time I went there was 2015, 2014-15 uh, the season, and uh, we haven't gone back until then. Do you still have family back there? Yeah, my, I would say almost my whole family. My two sisters have left. One is in Australia, the other one is in Canada. But my brother, mom, uncle, grandmother, um, they're all over there in Venezuela. Yeah, it's uh, I, look, I, maybe, maybe this is the year to get back and, and say hi to all those uh, all those people. And, and uh, man, well done on this foundation, Carlos. I think it's, uh, it's marvelous. Again, WSOBaseball.com. If you're feeling led to, to help Carlos out, Pastor Carlos too, with uh, just in the, the practical sense of baseball with them, you probably see some pretty young talent over there. Do you not? It's funny how uh, a kid that came here to play um, this past weekend, uh, Rugner Odor, the second baser for the Texas Rangers, I was able to share with him. In 2017, we were in the World Baseball Classic representing Venezuela. And he comes up to me and says, hey, you know what? I, I've known you before you knew me. I said, how come? So you don't remember me. I said, well, now I know the name. You know, you, you had a great career so far. He said, well, you, you preached to us and when I was 10 years old. Wow. You gave wow. a baseball clinic in Maracaibo. And uh, I remember you were talking about Jesus. So I see a little bracelet. Can I have one of those, man? I was impacted by that. So stuff like that. And Alcides Escobar yeah. came along also. So if you do see some players at a time and, and you're so focused and really preaching the word, you know, and, and you see that talent when you throw a ground ball and you see them hit and, and you see them run. And baseball's our number one sport. So um, you do see some young men that, that have some passion, and that's that's a good example of Odor, that one that's been in the big leagues. Hey, did you play multiple sports when you were growing up? Did you play soccer or play basketball or any other sports? You had to. <laughs> in Venezuela, you play at least three or four sports. You, you do. Know, and, in high school, I played basketball, I played volleyball, and I played soccer and, and baseball. Baseball yeah. was your love? Baseball was my love, but I remember basketball, I was, uh, and up until I was a pro, I always used basketball for my cardio and able to uh, get ready for baseball. It's can, such a great, great sport. That, can you hit a jump shot? Can you come down? Because if not, if you, if you can pass the ball to me and the pastor <laughs> and play a little defense, we got ourselves our third for our three-on-three. Three. Yeah. Uh, hey, just kind of make it like you're going to pass to Mike and then hit me with it, and we'll be fine. Hey, Carlos. <laughs> hey, Carlos. He's, uh, he's, he thinks he's always open. He, and you know what? If you want an assist, you're going to come down and get in the gap kick my way. You know what? Let me, let me shoot. If assists aren't important to you, if you want to get a turnover, go down to his side. Go down to his side. Guys, let's get to a break. On the other side of the break, we'll, we'll wrap it up. This has been a fun show for us. I got to tell you, uh, Glenn Preston, thank you so much. Wisconsin School of Baseball, uh, Walker White, thank you so much for setting this up. We'll continue our conversation again. 
We're, we're talking a lot about the Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes. And uh, and Carlos Abrero, who is the first base coach for the Milwaukee Brewers, is the founder of, of this. And and if you're feeling led to help them out, WSOBaseball.com. WSOBaseball.com. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. Brookside Baptist Church, he's holding court in this studio during the breaks. Our special in-studio guests, Walker White and Glenn Preston. He is from Wisconsin School of Baseball. And then the first base, uh, first base coach for your Milwaukee Brewers, Carlos Subrero. We're talking Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes, and man, what a great foundation this is. Pastor, when, when you hear Carlos talk and with such passion about this foundation and the help that, that they're giving uh, to some of these athletes in, in Venezuela, I know that you've done a lot of missionary work. This just rings really clear to some of the stuff that you do. Yeah, it does. And sometimes we don't really get to hear the stories of those who came to Christ and what God's been doing in their life, because I mean... I mean, I think it was Tony Dungy who talked about the platform. You have the opportunity to either do baseball or some sport, and but that leads into the gospel. And, and just listening to Carlos talk about uh, seeing the fruit of that just when the Rangers were just here in town with the second baseman who at 10 years of, old, 10 years of age heard awesome. the, a gospel message from Carlos because he's at his baseball camp. Um it's just powerful. You know, we've had guys um, on the show that they've talked a lot about different areas throughout the world. And if you roll a soccer ball out, man, you're going to get kids. If you roll a basketball out in this area, I would think, Carlos, in Venezuela, if you roll a baseball out, a lot of kids are going to come running, right? No doubt. <laughs> as soon as they come out, mom, that's all they do is baseball. You know, we are getting a little bit heavier in soccer. And basketball, but baseball is it's it's almost still, like, it's like a must. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, equipment, uh, does your foundation it tries to help them with equipment? Because I mean, even ball gloves. I mean, I've been in some places. I mean, third world countries, and and maybe they're wanting to play soccer, but they they found some duct tape and they've duct taped like a ball, you know. And so I'm always amazed when I go with what they are able to get to play the game. How do you help them with all of that? Yeah, actually, um, I lived in Port Charlotte, Florida for 17 years and uh, had a good partnership with Little League Port Charlotte. I lit a lot of a lot of camps and clinics for them. And Lou Augusto, um, he watched what I was doing with the foundation. And for the past three years, they've been sending equipment uh, to Venezuela, and it's been of a, a high impact. And, and it's all used, mostly equipment, but for Venezuela, it's like new stuff, you know. Like you said, uh, uh Third world country right now that's struggling. Any little thing that they find from cleats to shirts to hats to baseball gloves to baseballs. And uh, we've been blessed to have for the last three years. Now. Hey, Carlos, we've had a number of baseball guys on on this show. And, you know, they've talked about the, the, the 
it's tough to walk worthy as a Christian man in the game of baseball sometimes with all the travel and all the temptations that are out there. Um, do, do you find that the, as baseball continues, and with Baseball Chapel that Vince Noss started a long time ago, you see more and more men that are coming out as Christians in the locker room, in baseball. Do you find that, that baseball is a tough sport for some of these guys that are especially young Christians to, uh, to continue to walk worthy? Yeah, sports itself, because it's, it's so result-oriented, you know, it's all about the numbers. You know, you're a good pitcher if you have a good ERA. If you're a good hitter, you'll have a good batting average. Uh, uh, coaches wins and losses as a team collectively if you win and lose. And everybody thinks that God's blessing is behind a win or a good ERA and a good batting average, which is not. It's just accomplishing your daily purpose. And that. and getting there for all for these athletes is a tough thing. You know, how come I'm not getting promoted and this guy's getting promoted and he doesn't serve the Lord? And all those type of questions that are only answered, a lot of them, by the Lord and your purpose and your daily walk. But for me, the key is your daily walk. You, you do got to have a daily relationship, and uh, that's what will strengthen you uh, on a daily basis, like the worst says in Matthew. You know, Pastor, um, like, like I said, we've had a number of baseball guys on, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so encouraging to hear a guy like Carlos who's been in, in the game of baseball for a really long time, to be able to say, look, the, the key is to, to, to have that relationship and that daily walk. And I think that, that if, if younger athletes, younger Christian athletes, you know, hear that message from him, I think that's really important. Yeah, putting, putting uh, you know, keeping the main thing the main thing, and that's my walk with the Lord. And then from there, everything else will uh, come into, into God's plan with it. Hey, so uh, we've got about a few minutes left here, and, and uh, we're going to start uh, with Glenn. Uh, he said, no, just go to Carlos on this. But, hey, we love at the end of shows asking guys if they have a favorite memory. And and I told you guys I'd take the last five minutes to tell you mine, but, you know, I I don't think doing a kickball, hitting a kickball on the recess playground is, is big enough. But, you know, your favorite memory of, of either some of the stuff that you've been doing or um, when you played baseball? Yeah, playing, uh, playing, the first memory that comes to mind is a regional game. I'm from Shano. I played Lean Ball in Shano back in 2003. Um, game to go to state. Um, it was one or nothing. We were behind, and was, I was up as a man on base, hit a home run, and we ended up winning that game. And then we went on to state, and then eventually won state, our Legion team. So as a player. That's a but, huge memory. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Would somebody <laughs> hang a curveball or a fastball? Would you 98 hit? heater right oh. down there. <laughs> <laughs> I just and, closed my eyes and swung as hard as I could. He was a there, freshman pitcher. Right, there's, right? There's, <laughs> look, I've seen Legion ball. There's some good ones, but there's no chance. What, was Josh Hader pitching or what? <laughs> oh, man. 98 fastball. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, Hey, Carlos, same same question for you, sir. If uh, as a, as a player, if you remember back from you know maybe even back to your Venezuela days, but as a player, what what pops in as one of your favorite memories? As a player, I think your first hit in pro ball can never be forgotten. And uh, I remember that day in, in Venezuela, I was playing the parallel league, uh, November seventeenth of nineteen ninety, and uh, had three strikeouts. And they walked the guy in front of me. There was runner second and third, two outs. So they gave him an intentional walk. The manager calls me over and says, Carlos, do I need to pinch hit for you? Or you can go go ahead and get a hit. I said, no, let me get, let me do this, right? <laughs> and uh, first pitch, lefty. Johnny Diaz throws a fastball right down the middle, and I hit a triple down the right field line for a 
bases loaded triple and we end up winning that ball game. Man, that's a that's a great memory. Yeah, yeah, you guys is. man, you guys have great memories. And Pastor, how about you well, want to give us one? Well, you know, fast pitch softball. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only girls play that here, so well, I, if that's know, the back, case. Back in Oklahoma, man, it was big. A lot of pro baseball players came back and played fast pitch softball, and uh, we had a guy that could pitch. I could never even hit him. I couldn't even bunt him. He had a rise ball that he played college baseball, and he he would be the guy that could hit the home runs and strike everybody out. And if I got on base, it was over the first baseman's head because I was swinging late. There you go. That's Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside, <laughs> Brookside Baptist Church. Guys, I can't thank you so much, Glenn. Thank you uh, for doing this and, and helping us set this up. Walker White, it's really nice uh, to meet you. Again, these guys are with uh, Wisconsin School of Baseball. You can go to their website. If you want to know about, more about what they're doing, it's wsobaseball.com. WSOBaseball.com. If you want to, if you're feeling led to get involved with with Carlos's foundation, again Venezuelan Foundation for Christian Athletes, uh, WSOBaseball.com. If you backslash and go fielding, there's a really good video there. It's fifty dollars. They're telling me there's some discounts if if you if you feel like you need it. But it's a wonderful video. How, how, Glenn, how long is it again? Sixty-seven minutes. Sixty-seven minutes. Of, and who's on it? Carlos, who else? Carlos Subero, first baseman infield coach, Milwaukee yeah. Brewers, Hernan Perez, and Orlando Arcia. Yeah. I mean, nobody we've ever heard. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Boy, that's short. Your shortstop, that, that kid can pick and throw, by the way. Huh? He's all, yeah, he's really good. And he's the guy teaching you how to be a better fielder. So, you know what? Do yourself a favor. Get to that website and do these guys a favor. Either pick up the video and, again, 100% of the proceeds are going to this foundation. The foundation is doing really good work. Guys, thank you so much. Carlos, it's good to meet you. Um, hey, wait, by the way, you don't stick around here in the wintertime, do you? If you can move that mic his yeah. way, thanks. You don't stick around here in the wintertime, right? Yeah, I go to Orlando, Florida. That's where we live. <laughs> yeah. Man, hey, Little got, bit of weather. <laughs> you, you, you got that thin blood from Venezuela. You don't you like it up right. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been here in the winter? Uh, for the fan fest in January. Ooh. Thank God it's only three days. <laughs> three days. And then you get out. Yes, man, sir. <laughs> you're, man, you're smarter than all of us. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. You like uh you like Florida, it's a good state for you. You've been there a long time, right? Fifteen, sixteen years. Yeah, we moved there in two thousand, so i think the weather's more like uh where we grew up in Venezuela. I I've like got a brother in Turpin Springs and another brother in uh Sarasota. So they're the smart McGivern boys. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm right here. Guys, thank you so much. What a great show. Again, WSOBaseball.com. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 